0: Everyone, this is Chris and Mike, and you're listening to One Cross Radio, and uh, before we get into today's topic, just so you know, there will probably be some background noise. Uh, my puppy, Luna, who is adorable, is up and about and drinking. Um, it is also crazy windy outside, like part of my fence from my neighbor's yard just blew into mine not too long ago. Mike was awesome and helped me try to get it back up. I it, lifted a rock. And Mike lifted a heavy rock. <laughs> <laughs> not not the rock, not Dwayne Johnson, but uh, oh he lifted a rock, and it was quite helpful. But the wind is blowing like crazy, so you'll probably hear some of that. Uh, anyway, on to today's topic, or topics.
1: Today's special.
0: <laughs> Mike, yeah. what are we talking about?
1: Ah, something uh, maritime-related. I...
2: <laughs> how is titanic
1: maritime it's related? a boat it was a boat
0: oh my gosh so a ship. today we are talking about uh firstly titanic the absolutely wonderful film from james cameron yes yeah, so we're uh, talking about the
1: film not the actual ship no well, i'm no. sure that might get in there somewhere.
0: it's it's bound to it's a movie about it yeah um Yeah, Titanic came out in 1997. It is December 17th, 1997. It is 21 years old, which is nuts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We got old somehow and so did the movie. The movie has not aged. No, it's timeless.
0: And it it is still debated whether or not Jack could have fit on that door. Although I think (laughs) Leo DiCaprio tweeted about it, and I can't repeat it because they're swearing. But, yeah, I think he said, let's officially close this. Rose, there was room on the door. (laughs) Plus some other stuff um, so why is this why do you like this movie so much man
1: oh that's a solid question <laughs> I just I remember um, being so captivated by it like even before I had even um, seen the movie I remember like I, 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 I don't know if I mentioned this on a podcast before uh, or just to you but when I was young like I didn't go to movies. Like, I, I mean, I, I, I would go every so often, like for my birthday or whatever. But, like, I, if I wanted to see a movie, I had to wait till it came out on video. And in those days, that was, like, a year later.
0: Well, yeah. Like, it's not, like, four months, four to six months later and the yeah. Blu-ray's out.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I remember being so captivated by it. And I wanted to see the movie. I had to wait and wait. My sister had seen it because she was a teenager at the time. And she went with her friends. And a lot of teenage girls went to see that movie. Leo's heartthrob days. Oh, yeah. He's still a heartthrob. He's just a mature heartthrob. Yeah. Anyway, um, so I remember, yeah, just, I don't know what it was about the commercials. I remember seeing them on TV, and there was the stern rising up in the air and the dramatic music, and I was like, wow, I wanted to see it. But, like, what sticks to me about that movie, um, as I find I occasionally have to defend it, um I I say it, it the movie is so great because it has something for everyone. It really does. You know, it really does. It has romance and a uh, good looking guy for the for the girls. It has an epic tale with the lights flickering in the. Yep. house right now. Because <laughs> of that crazy wind because the crazy wind. Yeah, so it has uh, action for the guys. There's tragedy. There's a good cry or five in there. Um, It's historically, you know, interesting. Yeah. Um, It was just like, they don't make movies like that. Movies don't happen like that anymore. Like, there are big movies. We've had big movies since Mm -hmm. then. But like, I've said this before. Titanic was like the last big movie. Where like, everything was Titanic. Titanic it was on the news, whether it was like something true story related or it was about the movie. It was on every entertainment show, it was on every magazine. There was merchandise, not usually associated with the movie, but like Titanic-related merchandise. It was everywhere. TV specials, History Channel specials, Titanic everywhere. Yeah, it was huge. Um, it was a cultural phenomenon. <laughs> no, really, like it was. It was enormous. Everything was Titanic, and even to this day it's still like a huge movie that people reference right maybe not like pop culture references so much anymore but they talk about it every now and then and it still has there still is reverence for it well Celine Dion's heart is still going on it will never stop (laughs) it still goes on but like even that song as much as people hate it that's a powerful song
0: man I, I've gone from hating it to being like I don't care I freaking love
1: this you hear song that now song and you're totally pulled into it and you're like check
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah it, 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 people got tired of it it's not that it's a bad song or lacks emotion or anything it's just it was so overplayed because Titanic was huge and it was everywhere
0: yeah no Titanic was was massive um, I mean I'll, I'll debate. That there, there's been, like, cultural, like, huge movies since, like, yeah. Phantom Menace came out two years later, and at the time it was huge. Mm-hmm. And then we've had Avengers, and we've had stuff where it's, like, it's pointing to that, yeah. where it's building up. But that was, that was a huge show. Yeah, film. like,
1: Titanic. It wasn't, like, we're Star Wars, it was, like, there's a specific set of people that see Star Wars. Titanic, everyone sung. yeah, And that's why it was the well, biggest it, movie ever. It
0: wasn't one like a niche thing or something that had been <laughs> existed before and it was like returning to that franchise. It was a. Yeah,
1: it wasn't a franchise film or anything. It like
0: was a that. one and done. I mean, I'd love a Titanic 2, but how the heck. What story would you tell with that? It'd be about
1: the ship, the Titanic 2, that didn't really. That also much. sunk. Uh- <laughs> there was a Titanic 2, it was like a straight to video type movie. So bad. Oh yeah, I think that was from the asylum people who do yeah, probably. It may the have terrible stuff. Deleted or something. I don't
0: know. No, it's it's odd, but Titanic. And I feel weird saying it. It might be the the crown jewel in Cameron's hat. Is it
1: his best film? Is that what you're saying? It
0: might be, and it, I feel weird saying that just because. As much as I don't want him to do just nothing but friggin avatar movies Mm -hmm. because it's just going to be all avatar from here on out like four sequels and i'm not interested in firm gully in space for another four movies where credit where it's due the 3d was amazing but yeah the 3d was amazing but the story is one we've seen dozens of times yeah but t2 is amazing aliens is a classic but Titanic it, it exists outside the the action or yeah. sci-fi niche. Yeah, and the
1: True Lies is completely forgotten for some reason. Yeah, Even though it's a great movie. It's got <laughs> humor and yeah action and one-liners and Arnold.
0: Arnold, all debatably, at the height of his powers.
1: That was like his last great movie. Mm. Like everything was downhill from there.
0: Although I did love Arnold in Expendables 2. But I yeah, also but
1: that was just a bit.
0: I, I also knew. loved Expendables 2.
1: But, yeah, that was entertaining.
0: Yeah, like Titanic was fantastic, and it, it it it's like fine wine. It's only for me. It's only gotten better as I've gotten older. Now yeah. I don't like wine, but that analogy holds. <laughs> Where it's uh, I remember as a kid seeing it like, oh man, this sucks. It's just for girls. And then ten <laughs> years later, sitting down and watching it, being like, all right, I don't care for the first half, but the second half. Like when the ship hits the iceberg. That's and the guy half. That's the guy <laughs> half. The movie's awesome. Yeah. And then now I can watch it the whole way through, being like, yes, okay, part of the writing is weak because the lead characters say each other's names <laughs> ad nauseum.
1: But it's the it's the um, it's the Cyclops (laughs) and Gene Gray syndrome.
2: Yeah, Gene (laughs) Scott. Scott Gene Scott just goes back and forth like that. Let me in, (laughs) Gene. Let me in.
0: Yeah, where just the writing is a little bit bad in that spot, but that's it. Where the characters are so very well developed, the acting solid from everybody. Friggin' King Theoden is the captain yeah, of the ship. The supporting
1: ship. actors in the movie are they're like better than the regular. They're their main actors. And they're you had
0: so good. You had the guy, uh, like being the who, the whoever who is alive out there. That guy was Mister Fantastic from yes, the first um, two Bad Fantastic um, Four movies. Why
1: am I drawing a blank on his name? Not Ewan Bremner, but he's got a similar like uh, like a Welsh name. Anyway, he was great
0: in his like twenty seconds.
1: Yeah, the, that's when. He, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he nailed that. Like, he, what, what line does he have? Is anyone alive out there? And
0: then, the, and then We, were too, we late. were
1: too Late. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. All he's doing is waving a flashlight and yelling things. And yet seeing,
0: like... Your heart is breaking. And seeing floating dead people. And it, it looks so good. Like, it visually holds up.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, which, it's... Yeah. Oh, man.
0: Which is leading me to my segue, but I don't want to segue out of
1: Titanic yet. So... Yeah, getting back to the supporting actors. Yeah, the one that always comes to mind is Victor Garber playing uh, shipbuilder uh, Thomas Andrews. Oh yeah, he was so good in that. Yeah, when he's you know he starts off and he's cheerful and he's proud of his ship, and you know it's never it's never going to sink. You know uh, we don't have enough lifeboats and he's, he's he, you see there's the regret in his face. He's he's a little worried but you know he's holding up. This is an unsinkable ship that I. I, I I designed it with my own hands and built it with you know, all that um, and then when when he realizes the, the ship's going down to the point where he's his last scene when Near My God to Thee is playing on the violins and there's the montage of all the people they're in the sinking and he's just he's going down he's at the clock and he looks at his pocket watch and he, he sets the clock to the right time but it just falls off the mantle because the ship's sinking like everything that he oh yeah He
0: well, in his whole, where he's like, Titanic will flounder, and it's just like... Founder. Founder. Flounder is a fish. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. My bad. Uh, when he says it will founder, like, dude is in. His performance oh, was great. Solid. And just, it's so good. Like, it is... I don't get the hate it sometimes gets.
1: Well, yeah, like you said, um, the way your attitude, the attitude you had is, oh, it's a stupid girls movie. That's what... People seem to see it as, oh, it's just a stupid chick flick, or um, you know, anything along those lines. They don't see the depth of the movie yeah. and how it's uh, it got it's got so emotion, so much emotion to it. And uh, like I said earlier, it's got something for everyone and literal depth because it's an ocean and because the <laughs> ship goes down for two miles, and yeah, on the bottom of the Atlantic. Um, Sorry, oh, it was fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, man, that, that movie, like, I I love it, but I don't watch it very often because it's a commitment. No, it is. It's, it's three its hours. Yeah. Well, and and it's, 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 there's an emotional investment with it. You have within. to sit down and yeah. watch it. You can't be sitting there on your phone, or you can't be, like, have it on in the background while you're making stew, or chopping carrots, or whatever. You have to sit down and watch it. Yeah. Um... I mean, you probably could have it on in the background. But once that ship starts to sink, sit down and watch the movie. Yeah. Well, that, the um, ship sinking takes a good... It's half the movie. Yeah, it's like
0: an hour and a half. Yeah. And that's where, in the first half where I've, gr- I've grown to appreciate it, it's really solid because it makes that last bit so much more enjoyable um, just because you're getting invested in these
1: characters now. Well, yeah, and like the idea, and thats it's the, the real-life tragedy of it, is that you have this huge magnificent ship uh lap of luxury um it's Ar- almost arrogantly like well we we, arrogant, we, like, don't need we
0: don't need the lifeboats r- that mr andrews suggested like yeah. we're not going anywhere
1: yeah this ship will be fine like it's
0: I, one of the guys who founded it thinks i think the character had a line being like even god couldn't sink this ship
1: well that's yeah that's what they were saying back in that back in 1912 yeah um but yeah, there was yeah, there was definitely an arrogance about the ship and and but even uh, looking past that, like a, a, um, there's just such a grandeur to the ship and and then the and the real life tragedy is that for this to just go down and take 1,500 people with it. Yeah, that's. I mean, sure, more people have died, but it's it's really that golden child status that makes yeah. it so much of a tragedy and why we're still talking about it today, right? Yeah.
0: Uh, and just how many of them were like third like the majority was third and third second class, class. class. Yeah. yeah like the first class the people that were in were the boats and the left boats sense. were half
1: filled and yeah it's just like everything that not everything that could have gone wrong did go wrong but just like so many things there's a lot of and this is the historical aspect of it so many people saying well if they had done this and maybe if this was different and that's Part of the tragedy of it is that people were it, it was stupid about it. It was preventable. Oh well not entirely. No. But, but it's it's the arrogance of it. Yeah. Which is unfortunate.
0: Well, preventable in a way of I mean Yeah. I've read I've read about like the actual tragedy so much where how it was
2: Yeah
0: like the way it's described it was almost like it was faded. Where it, yeah, it's it was, easy yeah. it's easy to say like if they had just gone straight through. Yeah. But the people up in the, the nest, mm-hmm. it was like a still night and no... Yeah,
1: there was no breaking water at the no, bergs. No breaking water I mean, at people, the bergs, no, no, uh, no moon
0: to show.
1: Yeah, people, that's what I'm saying. People seem to forget or, or not think about how dark it is when you're not in the city. Yeah. <laughs> They're in the middle of the Atlantic. There's yeah. No light. You can't see anything. I've been, in the, I've been up north, not very far up north, far enough, far enough uh, uh, up north. Uh, to be away from the city light and at night it is dark. You don't see anything. Imagine being um, in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. You don't see anything.
0: Yeah. Like the only light that's around unless the moon is out and it's yeah. no clouds. Like you're just going to see the light from your ship but that only goes so far. It goes so far. Plus yeah. they've
1: got so many hundred feet or whatever in front of them between the nest and the the, 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 the prow of the bow. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, but back to the movie, um, it just, like, it hits you, right? Like, even the opening scene, it's just the waves and then Titanic fades up and the music comes on with
2: Oh, ah! yeah,
1: heart in my throat. Yeah. Like, that, it, because it's tied to the, that same vocal comes on at the end once you see the, the, the devastation and Rose does yeah. the monologue. Um, which itself is one of those points where the tears start to flow you know um, and that might be the late James Horner's like
0: Oh, that, he, that's, that's probably his his score
1: knocked it out of the park yeah
0: I'd say that's his, his best score
1: even in the, the glory day or two of the Titanic that um, like the music that plays uh, just before I'm the King of the World it's inspirational it's yeah. thriving it's grand it's fantastic Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're really watching that fence come down, aren't you? Yeah, I know. know. Uh,
0: (laughs) So, listener, uh, the wonderful Dave, who has uh, been on the podcast before, my awesome next-door neighbor and pastor at St. Clair, uh, he is uh, helping repair one section of the fence, so one will stay up, while the other two have, two out of four, have completely come down. So... He is a he is a great neighbor and a great man, Dave. Thank you so much. You are wonderful. Mm, Titanic. Yes. <laughs>
2: Titanic.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, like the movie is is really really wonderful. Um, it's epic filmmaking. It is, and like there's there is some stuff in the sense of if I was talking to a Christian or someone who like actively wants to avoid a film with nudity. I'd be like, "Okay, here's the part where you can look away." But to give credit or like I it's one where I got to give credit where it's due. Like I look away, but something I appreciate of it is it's not it's not sexual. Yeah. Like, okay.
1: Let me talk about the nudity for a second. Yeah. Okay. So, 1997. We're young boys. Sure, there's boobies in this movie. Ho 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 ho. Like but come on I mean it's even then it's like you said it's not sexual it's it's, it's, it's art it's an artistic scene like not in the sense that the movie's artistic but it's about art and art is has had nudes in it for how many centuries it's just it's not it's the body it's it's nothing dirty yeah there's there's a, a sensual undertone to it because they're falling in love but it's not about that it's well, it is about that. It's about the, the falling in love. That's It's the connection there. But it's not about seeing boobies or being uh, exploit, exploitative.
0: No. The, the, um, the two characters then do have sex, like, moments after, and you don't see anything.
1: That's right. You see a hand on the window. Or, like,
0: not moments. Like, two minutes and a quick chase scene through the boat later.
1: Yeah. yeah. And even then, it's, it's not gratuitous. No. No. It's the aftermath. And... Uh, uh, for for people to be all about oh well it's uh, all about the nudity uh, yeah, get over it, I just yeah no it's not about that it's it's a minor thing yeah and it's, no I, it's, it's not uh, it's not uh, it's boobies not boobies for boobies sake you know
0: no it's not enough for me to I'd never say don't watch this movie I'd be like look if this is something that really bothers you know that there's no it's not a sexual scene yeah. but if it's still something you need to avoid. Like here's where it is. Here's the setup. You look down for a minute.
1: Yeah, and the, it's funny. I was watching the TV version a few months back. Uh, let's say it was on AMC, I guess. And even the in the beginning when they find the drawing, they blur the drawing. Americans, and <laughs> <like>, come on, <laughs> go to a, go to the art. Come on, I don't know. <laughs> go to the art <laughs> gallery. Go to uh, any and this it's, it's it's
0: nothing and this can lead to a, a this should be we'll do this this is a whole the, other podcast this is a whole other podcast
1: but if not, where it's it's the
0: human body you look under your clothes what do you see where it's uh, in that sense like th- there was nothing sexual and they're censoring it and yet what you can get away with on say The Walking Dead or on oh, anything else especially
2: yeah. uh,
0: with violence like film ratings and why they are what they are that's a separate podcast that we okay. will do down the road um yeah, I love Titanic. It is Like I said, it's, it's only grown on me since I, I first saw it, and now it's, it's, the first half is great, and then the second half is only better. It, it, not to the detriment of the first. It's just that's when it fires up to 11, and it well, that, doesn't... That's the movie. Really. It doesn't that, that lull.
1: Is, no, nobody, nobody went... Or the Titanic isn't remembered for being a ship that sails successfully for a couple days. No. And then docked. It's about the same yeah, we talk about it because it went down. Yeah, um, and that's the part of the movie that really makes you hold on to your seat. Uh, you're not getting up to go pee at that at that point. No. Um, but at, by that point, it's been like an hour and a half. Maybe you need to pee. Pause it after. If you're watching it on DVD, pause it or d- don't put it in the second disc yet. Yeah. After um, uh, Captain Smith says, "You may get your headlines, Mister Ismay." Yeah, like, you can go pee. <laughs> but uh, make sure you're you're empty, and and have a uh, have a good seat. Yep. One and, more. Th- uh, oh, sorry. Have a drink of water if you're dehydrated, uh, but not too much because you might cry.
0: Yep. That's fair. And then one more thing before we switch gears, out of Titanic, I think, and it's something you and I, you showed me that was discovered later on, and to me, it's something that they should. Teach in film school about what, how not to end your movie. So attached to the DVD, <laughs> oh, man. attached to the DVD, and this is something that would have made the movie go completely off it the rails.
1: Completely ruined the movie. That would have ruined the movie. It would have negated three hours and roughly thirteen minutes <laughs> look,
0: of movie. Please look it up so you can understand what we're talking about. The alternate ending for Titanic. It would have completely wrecked the preceding awesomeness of three hours. Like,
1: if you were watch it, uh, like, we hadn't just said that and you came across it, you would think it was a joke for the MTV Movie Awards. Yeah. It is so over-the-top ridiculous. Yeah. And Chris <laughs> Paxton... He really sold it. I think... I'm, 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 I'm hoping that he really went extra cheesy on it to make sure it did not make <laughs> it. <movie.
0: laughs> well, he's borderline goleming. Like, so... All right, let's 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 spell it out, and then please look it up to watch so you can understand. Uh, it's... Old Rose is at the back of yeah, the ship. where it separates from the theatrical cut is Old Rose is at the back of the ship. Now, in the theatrical cut, while Rose's granddaughter and Paxton are having their their conversation. Old Rose silently slips to the back of the ship, drops the heart of the ocean back into the ocean Spoilers. and then twenty one years it's been twenty one years. <laughs> years. And then she uh, she either drifts off into her sleep or I, I choose to believe it's the idea of her character is at peace, she passes away, and then she's reunited with Jack and the crew in Titanic Heaven. It's not actually Titanic Heaven but anyways, like it's a it's a great ending. Now here's where things take a turn. In the alternate ending, while Rose's granddaughter and Pax attack, <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> R.I.P. R- 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 I- B-, B-, B. Pax. Um, game's never over, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. While him and granddaughter Rose are having the uh, the conversation, nice old old lady rose is slinking to the back of the ship and then they're like oh my gosh they, they she's her. gonna jump
2: yeah, they, see, <laughs> they her. see her run over
0: run over and then there's a Mexican standoff <laughs> <laughs> it is the only way to describe it yeah that's without pit, yeah. without pistols but yeah. there is a Mexican standoff where old woman Rose is suddenly she's holding the, the heart of the ocean over the rail yep
2: ah you'll never take it
1: from me
0: <laughs> and Paxton is suddenly like looking like my
1: precious <laughs> I must hold it yeah there's this slow I don't even know what it zooms but it focuses on his face and he's like my precious yeah <laughs> and Rose is funny she suddenly becomes like a pirate like, yeah ah you'll never take it and then Just she
0: starts that. lecturing Paxton about how all he, wa- how all he wants is material yeah. and and potentially money <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay okay listeners
0: yeah just to paint the picture of something else that just happened <laughs> Dave Dave and Jen have a a large dog that is best friends with Luna named Beyonce we heard his son and Beyonce
2: who's and a large up dog against the, glass.
0: Up against the glass
1: like so, Thor on the front
0: of the ship yeah like Thor on the front of the ship in Ragnarok um Back to this alternate ending. She suddenly starts lecturing him, being like, No, all you want is material and you really need love or something. Something, like that. something that is just so not even good, Captain Planet, but just so like over over-the-top, ridiculous, simplistic message yeah. that is out of left field, and you're like, This is what we're getting after the emotional yeah. climax. And then
2: she <laughs> She no-looker tosses. Yeah, she the, <laughs> tosses. The heart. She makes it seem like an accident. Too. <laughs> like an oops. accident.
0: Yeah, she's just like, oops. But it's like when you're taking a shot at a basketball net and you yeah, hook you shot. Don't really,
1: yeah, you're doing, she does a, a reverse hook shot. Yeah. Uh, behind her back, part <laughs> of <behind> the ocean, <laughs> chucks it into the ocean. And
0: then it gets even more ridiculous. Suddenly, everybody starts laughing, and, and a, it's a slow laugh. A it's, slow it's, laugh. Uh, And then we get Paxton staring at the (laughs) sky laughing.
1: Yeah, there's the crane shot, the overhead shot of him like laughing with his arms out maniacally. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Like and then it's supposed to segue into that emotional ending uh,
1: where she dies and goes to
0: come after
2: that? It would totally ruin. (laughs) That ending kills me. Like, Like, that was
0: filmed. That was actually shot and put to camera. Yeah it was considered as the ending to the movie
1: yeah, yeah. like yeah I didn't even think of it to, for them to have followed up that joke of a of a, of a scene with the, the 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 sequence starting with um Rose in her bed yeah sleeping or not and then you're seeing the the pictures uh, yeah. of her that would have totally wrong because that scene that's like the one that has consistently like broke me right <laughs> I laugh because I was thinking about it the other night. No. Okay, so last time I watched the, uh, the movie in its entirety was probably about a year, uh, 14 months ago, let's say. <laughs> and it was like the first time I had seen the movie um, after being in a real, uh, like a relationship, mm-hmm. like a loving relationship. <laughs> and it's uh, I've, I've I've experienced it with other things. Like you see things differently after a certain uh, experience or a stage yeah. in your life. So like, yeah, I thought things were sad in Titanic. I had previously shed some tears, but then there were so many other like new things that hit me after uh, being in a different uh, being in a different stage of my life. That <laughs> like. I was just a mess. <laughs> it was a total mess. Uh, I don't know where it started, but like usually, I guess the. Usually the crying would start around like when Jack's dead. Like I'll never let go. Like usually I'm a little choked up, but this time I'm like, ah! <laughs> ah, they loved each other so much.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the tears start coming down. Oh man. And um, there's Rose's speech. Um, you know, the, um, there was only one boat that came back, one, yeah, um, pulled people out of the water, and then it's like, um, pulled 12 people, 12 out of 1500. And she has a speech, and that's always been a very emotional, uh, speech. I think that got me choked up. Or maybe I was still crying at that point, I don't know. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> when it comes to that ending scene with yeah. Rose in her bed. It's over. <laughs> it's over for me. That's one that's always killed me. So I remember, I'm like, ah, she's in her bed. Ah, oh, she's
2: sleeping, but now she's dead. She's dying. An old lady in her bed, like Jack said she would. She lived a great life. Ah. <laughs> Look at the pictures. She was a pilot. And she rode a horse. And she was an actress. And an actress. I'm just a mess. And look, she's in her bed and she's dead. And now we're under the water. We're going to the wreck. Oh, we're going around. It's becoming new again. <laughs> And (laughs) watch out for that pole as we (laughs) swing around. You know what pole I'm talking about? (laughs) And I'm like, oh, there's everyone. There's Tommy. I love Tommy. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Andrews. (laughs) Mr. Astor. Oh, Jake's at the top of the stairs. And, oh, we're all oh, roses young, I can Oh my gosh. I gotta kiss and be happy forever in Titanic <laughs> heaven. And everyone's applauding. <laughs> this is a beautiful movie. <laughs> and I'm just a total oh gosh. mess. I, I got up after the movie is over, and I was just like, I started making fun of myself. <laughs> <laughs> Like, you're a mess I looked in the mirror and I'm just a total wreck like what's the matter with you
1: I'm alright I'm alright and I, like usually like if I'm seeing a movie that makes me cry like the movie's over the credits roll maybe I'm crying for an extra couple seconds I went on for like 15 minutes I was just a mess oh, man. totally like I had lost it lost control Oh, man. But, like, I wasn't, like, really sad. I was just crying yeah. and crying and crying and crying. It was hilarious. <laughs> it was so funny.
2: Oh, man, I'm crying now thinking yeah. about it. But laughter crying. Yeah, it's it's quite funny
1: <laughs> to see. Jane's <laughs> <Change> dad. <dance. laughs> but really, like, I think that's a beautiful moment. Yeah, no, it's a great end Because ending. she had fulfilled her life, and now that she finally gets the story out, she can finally rest. You yeah, know? yeah
0: and she got back to to Titanic back with those
1: but then the cynical people say well what about that husband she had for like 60 years what about him he's totally forgotten Ah, who cares about him he's not even in the movie he's he's not Leonardo DiCaprio (laughs) Leo is the the, or Jack is the 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 man that set her free right I guess that means a little something but still I guess it's a little inconsiderate of her but she moved on with life. Jack's did. Yeah, she took what she, what he taught her, or opened up in her, whatever, and uh, lived a good life. Yeah, she was an actress.
2: <laughs> she had kids. <laughs> she rode a horse <laughs> with <an laughs> one leg on each side. Oh, None man. of that side
1: saddle stuff. Oh man, uh, oh, great movie. Sorry, yeah, I love that movie, man. Like, and, and like the action and. For a non-action movie, the action is intense. The the real guy moment in that movie, and every guy I've ever met who's seen the movie talks about it, the guy hitting the propeller. That's the moment we all waited for. Yeah. we we'll wait till the guy hits the propeller. Oh, that's awesome. And he spins. <laughs> it's... And then... Yeah, and I just remember back then, there was all these conversations, We were, you know, sitting around the lunch table just talking about Titanic. Oh, they really could have done this, and oh, uh, what about the, uh, this part? And, oh, why, they shouldn't have jumped off uh, because it was warmer on the boat. Like, yes, Jack knew that. And he waited to the end because it's falling. And, <laughs> and then, I don't know if anybody else does this. I'm assuming they do. When the ship's just about to hit the water and Jack says, hold your breath and kick, everyone holds their breath.
0: Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> hold your breath. At points I've caught myself doing that where I'm yeah. like,
2: <gasps> <gasps>
0: I'll do that. I, I also oddly catch myself doing that in other movies yeah. where I'm really dialed in and yeah. they're about to go under. It's like, hold your breath. I'll be like... And then it'll take a second. I'm like, Chris, you're watching I'm, a movie. I'm not in the movie. I'm not underwater.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'll never let go of Jack.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I like the uh, fan theory, even though it's completely ridiculous, that uh, Jack washed up on the shore of the beach in Inception. <laughs> 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 Somehow he traveled through time. I...
0: Oh, that now makes me wish. No offense to Marion uh, Cotillard. Cotillard; she gave a great performance in Inception, and then in in Dark Knight Rises. Um, <laughs>
1: that was the worst death scene ever. Death, death, not death.
0: But uh, I now wish that her character was played by uh, Kate Winslet. That would have been wonderful.
1: Oh, you mean her Inception
0: character? Yeah, her Inception character. And then they don't have names. <laughs> They're just referred to. And you're like, oh.
1: Uh, I love how the uh, friendship of uh, Leo and Kate still goes on. Like, yeah. There's a picture of when um, Kate won her Oscar. Yeah. Leo's in the audience, like, yeah. Like, a, I don't know how to describe it, but he's, you know, bright eyed and hands are under his chin. I mean, and she's Fox. like so happy for him. Well, yeah, and when he, then when the roles were reversed, when he won his Oscar, Kate was doing the same thing. Yeah. It was so nice. Yeah, no. so nice.
0: They they seem like good friends, which is nice.
1: That's nice to know.
0: Indeed. Yeah. What a movie. Like, what
1: a movie. It's so emotional. That's the thing that hits me. It's so emotional. That music comes on. It's one of those scores where you hear it and you know the scene. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Lord of the Rings can do that, too. Um, Certain Star Wars can, but a lot of music—not a lot, but some of the music is reused, so you can't really pinpoint it. That's where the Star Wars, I'd say,
0: beyond a New Hope, yeah. where it starts getting certain themes and then variations of those yeah, themes. Guess, yeah, that's where, like, as much as I love the a New Hope score, it's—it's—I'm probably pronouncing this wrong, but Holst's *The Planets*, like, it is so lifted and referential to that. That was the blueprint Williams used. Mm-hmm. But then when you get to Empire Strikes Back, that's where it's like, hey, it's beyond just the Force theme, Luke looking in the sunset and Leia's theme. Yeah. Like, I've actually, and the Trench Run, like, I've actually carved out, like, created great music here that's 100 mm-hmm. hondo. 100- hundo p me yeah. and that's where you get like the imperial march and then yeah. as flawed as the prequels are the music is fantastic
1: oh yeah, oh, yeah.
0: and though oh. so with certain scores out of the prequels as soon as i hear it, i'm like i know exactly where in this yeah. bad movie i'm in
1: <laughs> yeah well like the one that comes to mind is um return of the king mm. um like when you hear the um uh, i don't know what the piece of music is called uh but it's at aragorn's uh, coronation yeah, and it hits, hits that point where uh, it's the my friends you bow to no one, and the score lifts up. Yeah, just like oh, oh, tears again. There's beautiful moment.
0: There's legit been times where I'm watching Lord of the Rings and the score has almost made me cry.
1: Oh, it's a beautiful
0: score. Not e- oh. and it's like not even because anything the score's not even sad. It's that yeah, like it's, the, it's just the this beautiful the happy moment like yeah. that moment or um, the one that always almost gets me is when. Uh, in Towers when Gandalf and the Rohirrim are showing up. And it's just as the sun breaks and they run into the field just when the score crescendos perfectly there. Like, it hits me on an emotional level and I'm just like, why? Nobody's even dying except the Nameless Orcs I don't care about.
1: Yeah, Yeah, man. uh, Powerful scores. They reissued the um, complete scores for uh, Fellowship. Nice. Um, it re- the original pressing, uh, I guess it's long out of print, and it was going for like big bucks. And then they uh, re-released it with uh, Blu-ray audio. Nice. So I picked that up. Um, three CDs and a Blu-ray audio disc. So that's nice. Nice. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, you have to pirate it. It's 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 like at least three hundred dollars a set.
0: I believe it. It's... So
1: I've seen them for like eleven hundred. Oh my gosh! Ridiculous. But they're reissuing them. They did a final release, but don't need it. It's
0: fine. Don't need it that bad. Just to kind of piggyback off the score, yeah. and we'll see how long this part goes for. But okay, um, who cares? <laughs> just uh, j- yeah, just to piggyback off the score because it's it's one of my favorite film scores. But then also to hark way back to earlier in the conversation when we were talking about how visual, well, visually, Titanic has held up. There's another movie from the 1990s. That has. I just watched it the other night and it holds. The special effects hold up to this day. And then it oh. has a terrific score, and I'm talking about Jurassic Park. Yeah, I didn't know what you were getting at for a second. Oh, okay. Yes.
1: Where. But well, when you said visual effects and people. Yeah. Yeah. People wh- say that.
0: Oh, the, s- the special effects in Jurassic Park are better than stuff that's even coming out today, where they look better. Like visually, yeah. it, it still is stunning. Where yeah, the technology in the film is a product of its time. Where it's like an
1: interactive C D
0: ROM and
1: all... I still get excited for interactive C D ROM. I don't know
0: about you. <laughs> and all that stuff, but it's it's a wonderful film. Yeah. Like I it is dang near flawless.
1: It is. It's a really good movie. And, and and yeah, people all the time they say that the visual effects hold up better than anything today. And I think that's because um, the visual effects were not used um, as a storytelling crutch. No. They complemented the story instead of like, you're like a, let's pick on the prequels again. Yeah. Uh, they, or even The Hobbit. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. They used <laughs> uh, CG just because. Yeah. we Oh, we can do this with CG? Let's do that then. Not, we need to come up with something. Uh, we need to tell the story. Would CG assist in any way? I don't. Know, I don't think I'm making my point as best as I can, but uh, you know where I'm coming from.
0: Yeah, well, it's like in the in the prequels, and then The Hobbit, and then Green Lantern, even where so much of it's like,
1: yeah. let's just. I mean, why ju- do they need a CG of suit on the Green Lantern? Like, really? let's
0: just use CG. But, uh, uh, heck, I'll think uh, just to pick on Attack of the Clones because it's something I'll always that always bothers me. Where I think Ewan McGregor is an amazing actor. And I shudder to think what, especially Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith would have been without him. Because at least then... He held those movies up. At least in The Phantom Menace you had, like, Liam Neeson as well who was holding down the act in front, although not given that much to do. Like... He hated his life. (laughs) (laughs) But then you got Attack of the Clones where it's when Obi-Wan's on Kamino, it's like, hey, we're gonna have you talk to a tennis ball hanging off a stick. And we're not going to have an actor here for you to emote off of. It was almost like Mark Hamill when he was shooting Jedi. But at least he had something actually there, like a puppet, yeah. that he could kind of react off of. Mm-hmm. And he had something going into his ear where yeah. he had someone to hear where it's like, Here, act and emote off of this nothing.
1: Yeah, Yeah. well that's the thing. that uh, I hate retelling fame famous stories, really, but that's, <laughs> that's the thing that happened with um, Ian McKellen when he was shooting The Hobbit. It was yeah. all just He was it was on a green screen and he's like, I can't do this. Yeah, I'm a real actor. I can't do yeah, this. Yeah, no.
0: There, there's I, stuff where he's like crying on there, set. There's a sir in
1: front of my name. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: and as I was like at Living Rock the other night, I wanted to watch Jurassic Park so I brought it and earlier that day I'd watched The Lost World, which is yeah. not perfect, but I, I, I still enjoy good. that It'll movie a true. lot. Um, and I think yeah. other people do to the point where Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom is The Lost World. Yeah. But uh, with, like with Jurassic Park and to a lesser extent the lost world, yeah. they like the CG is used really well like what the yeah. the rec scene in Jurassic Park is yeah. one of my favorite scenes in all of cinema it is it's, like yeah, all, almost 10 minutes of borderline perfection yeah. and then I'm watching it where it's like Here's the robot, or here's the animatronic. Yeah. But then here's where we added CG, yeah. and the CG was absolutely necessary in scenes because they couldn't yeah. show the the animatronic right, walking.
1: Right. The, the the general rule that I've created is anytime you see the dinosaur in full, yeah, it's CG. Yeah, because you can't have wires sticking out. No, I mean they could have, and then just erase the wires, but it's not the same.
0: Yeah, like and it. It was seamless. You, if you had told me they had somehow created that great of an animatronic, yeah. I would have believed it.
1: Well, I think that's one of the rules of magic, is that you can put the uh, call it the solution or the the trick in front of people's faces. Just don't leave it sitting there. If you're yeah. going to have a CG uh, dinosaur, uh, cut between the, the the animatronic and the, the CG, yeah. so people don't know what's what or they can't keep up
0: yeah and i mean i get it with certain things you can't do that i mean uh just because we just talked about infinity war like you can't have a like stand in for friggin' rocket raccoon because that would just probably be difficult to you know, try to act off of.
1: <laughs> no they do that sean gunn sits in there
0: oh okay He's cool cool i didn't know that he does a couple takes and then he steps out and they do it again nice okay see then that that's good but then, with The Lost World, as I was watching it, there's only one scene that you can completely tell a CG, and that's what, where oh, okay. it's, uh, Eddie Carr gets ripped in half by the two oh, Rexes. That,
1: that's one of those scenes that like oh, just scarred me as a child. And
0: it's awesome, though. It is so no, good. I, the
1: thing, I do this with a lot of... Not a lot of movies, but I do this with movies. And I've done this for a long time, since I was a kid. Is I I shouldn't be thinking of it, but I think of how terrible that death would be. Yeah. And because is one of them. Like that would be terrible. Oh yeah, and he's uh so. like just the fear alone of being picked up by a dinosaur and knowing you're about to die, <laughs> and then to be thrown in the air and then and caught ripped in half. Yeah. Well, caught. Caught yeah. and then and then ripped in half. Yeah, that's rough.
0: Yeah, and then the character was like such a selfless character. He like was a
1: good
2: guy. he was
0: he trying, was just he a was tendered. trying to save them. Yeah, like the uh. Vince, Vince Vaughn, I can't. Even though I just watched the movie. Uh, Nick oh, Van Nick Owen. Van Owen, yeah.
1: Nick Van Owen.
0: Um, and Sarah and Malcolm, like, yeah. But in that scene where you'd seen the animatronic heads next to his, to his uh Jeep. Yeah. And then when they're bursting through a silly animatronic head. Yeah. But then when it's the CG, the Rex, uh, their jaws are a bit longer. Oh, okay. So that's where I'm like, and it's not even that glaring. It just you can tell,
1: and it's like, eh, it's it's fine. But, yeah. the the idea, or the I guess the hope, is that you're so caught up in the scene that you don't care.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's just stuff you realize later. Yeah. But I I friggin love Jurassic Park, mm-hmm. and I am I'm not looking forward to the next one, man.
1: Um, you know, uh, I uh, I don't know. I'm 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 I'm, I, I'm not not looking forward to it. I don't really care. I guess is the best way. <laughs> Uh, I just, I sure I'll see it. I love dinosaurs. Yeah. Like, I, I want dinosaurs in everything.
0: Well, uh, and I rem- that's a conversation we've had about Jurassic Park 3. I can't stand that movie at that point. Where you'd be like,
1: it's got dinosaurs. It's got dinosaurs I'm dinosaurs good. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I'll see it. Yeah, it looks, I feel like it's, it feels very corporate or very um, Hollywood. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a Jurassic Park movie. It feels like, hey, give us money.
0: Yeah, and like, uh, and I had hope for it after after the the first Jurassic World, mm. which I loved. I thought that was great.
2: Really um, good return to uh, to the franchise. Yeah,
0: mm. and it was nostalgic, but it was nostalgic in all the right ways. And then mm-hmm. you had it showed you how to do a dinosaur fight and included mm-hmm. a nice little like screw you Jurassic Park three moment where the Rex ran through the Spinosaurus skeleton. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had that awesome tag team fight where freaking Blue's hopping on. Um, yeah. They Rex really is back needed, for leverage.
1: They really needed uh, WWF uh, entrance music for that <laughs> scene. I think it's when Blue runs in, that's when the Rocks theme needs to hit. <laughs> like, and then I guess when Rex comes in, that's when the glass breaks. Yeah.
0: And it's like such a good scene. And... The the Indominus had been established as an interesting dinosaur villain.
1: Oh, very threatening. Yeah,
0: yeah. And then it's like the so one of the biggest gripes I have with Jurassic Park three, and I'm gonna rip on it for a little bit now, is I hated so much about that movie. But part of it was, like, you had the Rex and Spino fight, mm-hmm. and it was dumb that the Spino won, and it was also dumb that that happened at the like so early in the movie. I get it. They wanted to, establish, to establish the establishment,
1: Spino. Establishment, dominance. dominance. <laughs> like, <laughs> they,
0: they were like, we're establishing the Spino early, but that movie has no real Climax.
1: It just kind of ends.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, all right, we're in the water, and there's a fire, and the Spino's going to run away, and then we're giving the raptors back their eggs, and the army shows up, and yeah. then and, uh, we're done.
1: And then the pterodactyls fly beside a helicopter, and it's yeah. and, uh, and then we go. And we're
0: kind of done. Yeah. And I'm like, you should have moved that, that fight to the end of the movie, and the fight was like 30 seconds long, and I get it, budget and all that, but I... I hated the placement of it. I hated the structure. So then yeah. getting a dino fight, like, at the end of Jurassic World, I was so giddy. And then I just turned to Jill because she's she knew I'd have opinions. And I'm like, that's how you do a dinosaur fight. Mm-hmm. And you have a Mosasaurus show up out of nowhere at the yeah, end. Yeah, that was awesome. That yeah. was like
1: The Undertaker coming in from under the ring and <laughs> taking someone down. <laughs> <man>. <laughs>
0: Or film terms, it's almost like Freddy's gloves showing up and pulling Jason's mask down. Which, don't watch any of the Friday the 13th movies, they're pretty awful. But that was from uh, uh, Freddy... uh, Oh, Jason Goes to Hell, Yeah. uh, Friday the 13th, 9.
1: Or it was in Nightmare on Elm Street when uh, Freddy pulls uh, Nancy's mom through the... uh, Ooh. That's what it was like. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. From that... Was that
0: in the terrible Nightmare on Elm Street I was it in I the remake? Saw?
1: They did the similar thing in the original. I just don't okay. know what it was.
0: That movie was awful, except Earl Jackie Haley who is always awesome and should be uh, Roshak more because Roshak's awesome.
1: Where's he been? I don't know. No, where's he been? Yeah.
0: But yeah, back to Jurassic Park three. Something I found recently that has made me hate that movie almost even more. Oh, okay. <laughs> is finding out like you can see that it was shot without a script. They were just coming up with it as they went, yeah. and they apparently had like three or four different scripts. But then one of them that they were about, they had planned to start shooting with, and then they decided to scrap it midway through, was so much better. And I'm like, I would have, would have been dumb, yeah. Would it have been as good as even the Lost World? Maybe, maybe not. But it would have been better than what we got. Where it's at the beginning, you've got the, you find out it's the pterodactyls attacking the, they t- attack the boat. It wasn't yeah. just, like, some creature that you never see that it doesn't make any sense why it would stay on the island if it's attacking from the water, mm. uh, like, killed these people. And it's not just because some idiot father-in-law took his <laughs> took his son on his His
1: uh, stepson. <laughs> his stepson. Gliding.
0: Yeah. Te- on... a clearly
1: illegal operation. I mean, they knew dinosaurs were there, right? Yeah. Yeah, Because World established that there were dinosaurs.
0: Well, yeah, it was, a Rex ran through San Diego. You can't hide that.
1: I guess they were stupid enough to think that dinosaurs are just on the island. Yeah. Which is a fair assumption, I guess. It's still pretty stupid.
0: And one of the things they were going to do was, uh, you'd find out later it was the pterodactyls, and that would come into play in the climax. And then the reason for Grant and other people being there wasn't like, we're looking for a kid, and we're with Tay Leone, who is just the worst yes. in that yes. movie. Um, there, it's like there's been mer- people dying on the Costa Rican mainland, and it's looking pretty sketchy. So it's right. like Alan Grant is willing to go with with a team of people to go check it out to see if there's anything hinting like, hey, these like these creatures have broken out. And then we wouldn't. Ha- I don't think there would have been the bird cage, or there might have been, but I can't. Like I can't remember. I haven't read it. But then there was going to be the spinosaurus. Was they were going to be in the river? There would have been the fire. But then Grant was going to, to try to provide a distraction to get everybody out of there. Was blowing on his his raptor whistle thing. No. The chamber. Yeah. Um, I hated how the raptors were in that movie. They were way too talky and everything alan (laughs) alan and then he was going to essentially toss the eggs out of the container like near the spinos so then the raptors would go into protective mode and then the raptors were going to attack the spinosaurus and then it, it would kill a bunch but then they'd keep coming and they'd eventually overtake the thing and then it would be other carnivores showing up to to eat the carcass because now this apex predator has been taken out where i'm like visually that would look great and that would have been a great climax but then when they got to the beach they'd find the remains of the boat as the army's about to show up and instead of showing up in submarines or whatever it was they
1: were in tanks i
0: think yeah it was going to be like helicopters and then grant would be putting like two and two together and see evidence like no it's the pterodactyls and then you were going to get the pterodactyls attacking the helicopters, which was something they had planned for The Lost World before they decided to go
1: to the wrecks in San Diego. You know, the one thing I want in Lost World, and, and, uh, <laughs> Spielberg's got to come back and explain to us what happened on that boat. Yeah. Like, please. I understand that there was a deleted sequence in there. You, you can't just take it out and leave nothing. It doesn't make any sense. No, uh, or
0: yeah, there's been a lot of theory and I've listened to it a lot recently because I've been on a Jurassic Park kick where there can be an actual explanation of how it was the Rex.
1: Yeah, or the baby Rex or something.
0: Like where it got loose because they shot it up and it was a locomotive and then it's like... You didn't see it force its head through that entry, but someone's like, how do you know it didn't take out the like part of the cabin? Where I'm like, man, that would have been great if you just did a wider shot and the, yeah. it's part of the roof missing. It's like, that explains it. Yeah. But,
2: yeah. You just left it.
0: That's yeah. where, last thing I'm going to shout out, like one thing I love, uh, I haven't liked either of the trailers for uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Just like, it's shown so much. But yeah. then also, especially the last trailer, I'm like, we're getting The Lost World again. Like, it honestly feels like we're back to that movie. But it's more also focusing on the hybrids now. Yeah. But it's like, oh, we've got a carnivore running around a city outside a window. I've seen this movie. I've
1: seen this
0: one. And then, yeah. but, so in the marketing, they've got, oh, Luna. Um, they've got a, a website called Dinosaur Protection Group. And the awesome thing with it is, they're doing in-universe explanations for a lot of the continuity gaps, like where the spinosaurus in Jurassic Park 3 came from, mm-hmm. whether or not there's dinosaurs on Isla Sorna anymore or not, mm-hmm. and in-universe there isn't. Oh
1: no! Eh? Yeah, no, they've what been like,
0: uh, they a no, 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 <laughs> they. Uh, so Ms. Ronnie, when they took over. Yeah. They did legal experiments, and it was Wu who, like... Danish Dr. Wu. <laughs> Black dynamite reference. Yes. Um, yeah, he, uh, he created three new species, uh, one of each, and one was the Spinosaurus, right. and tested it on the island. And then when further word got out, it's like the shade, They bought off officials, and then they were able to yeah. open up Jurassic World. So what they did was they went to Isla Sorna, moved off surviving species okay. there had been a hurricane which had re- like another hurricane which had really affected things so a lot of the population had died they moved off a bunch of families so it's the idea of like in moving off a lot of the herbivores the carnivores yeah. didn't have a source so it's the idea
1: So originally island anyway
0: yeah that everybody everything on that island is dead but i'm sure they could if Something they ever dis- survived if they ever yeah they could just be like look we're going back to this island mm-hmm and I'd, I'd like that in the movie. I oh like gosh. continuity. Um,
1: yeah. So I, I appreciate that website, which has done all this stuff to answer continuity that, things. That sounds like a good site. The, the thing, maybe it's on that site, is I wanted to see, or like just maybe a quick like, in movie recap or um, like a, a promotional video of how they came back to uh, Isla Nublar and built a new park on it. That's what I want to know. Because it was. What it was at the end of the first movie, how'd they get back on there? Did they yeah. go around and round up the dinosaurs? what, what happened? I
0: think
1: uh, I think it's explained
0: on the website where it's like they sent in a like essentially a giant task force mm-hmm. like Dodoon <laughs> <laughs> like it wasn't just like a team or even like a size of the team with um, uh, what's his name the hunter and the lost uh, the lost world. Roland? Roland, yeah. Not even, like, bigger than his team. Nice. Where it was like, they re- essentially, like, rounded up and then got in, like, enclosures until they mm-hmm. could create new clo- new paddocks and stuff, yeah. so. <coughs> I see. Yeah. Um, final thing I'll say with that is, I uh, like, what I wanted more out of this franchise mm-hmm. was, and there was hopes of it in, in Jurassic World. Is like a return to kind of like, yeah, Jurassic Park was about dinosaurs and visually it's amazing and all that. But it also it did flirt with and talk about deeper stuff like playing God, forces of nature, creating extinct animals, and man biting off more than they can chew.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it was hinted at a little bit in Jurassic World, but we're going away from that again. So part of me is like... it. Yes, I'd love a giant dinosaur movie and if it's going to be a B dinosaur movie, color me interested. Yeah. But don't call it d- make a separate franchise. Like yeah. d- don't sully this thing. At yeah. this point, I'd almost rather uh, a book adaptation yeah. with yeah. the R rating.
1: I want I want some sort of I think a good storyline like there was in the in the in the book. Um like a mainland thing like People on the mainland are getting bit. They're getting attacked, but nobody knows why. Yeah. And... This would be better if it was like... I was going to say, off easeless Sorna. Maybe that is better. Um, All the dinosaurs are thought to be dead, or... It's it's better in, in a situation where nobody knows dinosaurs exist. Yeah. But it's not like that anymore. But people on the mainland getting... Attacked or sightings of dinosaurs or something like that, and uh, but not huge in public where there
0: can be a lot of yeah, doubt. not like San Diego, yeah. Where and that was a nice touch in the Lost World, where Lost World, where Malcolm was mocked and doubted, yeah. and he had lost his standing in the scientific community, <laughs> and everybody's like, yeah. "You're a crackpot," and that yeah. guy being
2: like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> "Yeah." So, yeah, they, uh, I don't want them to go back to just popcorn flicks, you know? Yeah. Give us some Jurassic depth.
0: Yeah. That's where I'm at, so. Yeah. Mike, thank you for uh, talking with me about Titanic and then also Oh, thank Jurassic you for Art. talking
1: with me about Titanic. That's, and, I make it sound like it's my favorite movie ever. I really like it. It yeah. still has an effect on me, it will always. It's a great movie. It's, it's one I really like it's not
0: even one I'd say that's in my top ten but it's, it's a great film
1: uh-huh. uh, I uh, I want to go down to the wreck I looked into it yeah last year it would cost me like a hundred grand I'd believe it I'd... Um, there was one of the expedition teams they were looking for a, uh, a video guy and then they, he would go down like me me but something that was holding me back still it would have been cool it would have been amazing that ship has falling apart. Oh, yeah. But that's nature.
0: Yeah. Well, it's and, been and, down there over a hundred uh, years. Yeah. And,
1: we'll, and people exploring are damaging it. They're landing on the deck. that can't take the weight of the sub anymore. And they're hitting things and taking things out that should be left. And the ship's collapsing faster than it uh, needs to be. There's a video online of um, Robert Ballard, the guy who found the ship in '86. 86. Um and he's talking about how people are damaging the ship. So just leave it alone. <laughs> like, go down, but don't touch anything. Yeah. But people go down there for souvenirs, and they don't respect it. the The, the angle that um, uh, he takes and uh, others take is that it's a grave site. Yeah. Don't touch it. And then people are. It's not a grave site. People died up on the surface. They didn't die down there. It's what it represents, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's very sad. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, listener, thank you for uh, listening, and let us know in the comments what did you think about Titanic? Do you enjoy it as much as we do? Uh, have you ever had that emotional breakdown moment like Mike hilariously oh. described? And also, what do you think of Jurassic Park? Where does it rank for your movies? Are you excited for Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom? I'd love to know, man. I'm on a dinosaur kick and a Jurassic Park kick right now. And Actually, I'm going to sidetrack for a quick sec before we go. Someone was like, Ready Player One, is Spielberg returning? It's classic Spielberg returning. And I'll I'll say to a a degree, like when they're in the Oasis, and I loved seeing the classic Rex in there.
1: That was cool.
0: And any movie where I get the Rex, the DeLorean, King Kong, and friggin' Mechagodzilla, I am in. Yeah. But then, uh, it didn't have the heart the classic Spielberg movies have. In the real world stuff, it was missing the heart, I found, and the stakes that you get from classic Spielberg. From Jaws, from Jurassic Park, even from The Lost World. Mm-hmm. Where, I'd, I would love Spielberg to return to the, the Jurassic Park franchise in more than a producer role. Yeah. I don't think it ever will, but... It'd be great if he could. Mm -hmm. So let me know what you thought of that and uh, Jurassic Park. And please, as always, uh, share this post if you can. Also subscribe. Subscribing means the world to me. Um, I appreciate it greatly. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. And God bless, my friends. Take care.